what? She's mopping up, but she's like pretending a broom is the mic and she's doing like a whole James Brown bit. Oh yeah, she's fully just like, what an adventure. <clears throat> okay, talk like a normal person into the microphone. Good afternoon, my name's Crash and I'm really pleased to be here on this podcast today. I'm dying and my friend, my phone is sick. And <laughs> Sometimes if you speak quieter, people pay more attention to you because they think you must have something important to say. I've never had that experience in my entire life. What, having something important to say? Or being quiet. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Right, are you ready? I was born ready. Right. Oh, I didn't make any notes. Wait, did you make notes? No, I didn't. Oh, I should have done. I was gonna make notes for the plot, and then I was like, <laughs> and then "Like what plot? <laughs> would just the order in which to review everyone's performances okay, yeah. because it's truly two yeah. hours of people introducing people, cats, cats. introducing themselves. Yeah, and who's the cat? Who which cats? Which? And there we are. Right? I find it charming when I don't remember the details of the movies I'm reviewing. There, so. you're like, oh, look at that. Look right, at her. Are you ready? Are you going to fidget this entire time? No. Because no, I just like I'll give you a different microphone. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I, I can be trusted with a nice microphone. Because <laughs> you're I just can. Gonna, okay. Great. You don't have to yell into that one. It'll be okay. I was, I'm speaking very softly. Okay. Great. I'm just gonna adjust the levels. Right. Are you ready? Yes. We're starting the episode. Mm. We've already been recording for five minutes. Oh my god! We have all of those terrible things that you said. The goop of the guy. All of those terrible things you said about all of our friends. Oh! Can't have two faces. Come on, you you say it to their face as well. Yeah, what? <laughs> you know what they say. Make sure you say things behind the people's back so they hear it twice. Mm. You're known, but not known by those clothes to your home. You can walk down the street. A friend to you and a friend to me. She's a hyperlocal celebrity. It's Sam. Good evening and happy new year. Happy new year. This week's hyperlocal celebrity and guest co-host of the podcast, Crash Wiggly, is here to talk about Cats. Cats. The oh my musical, god. The Cats. film of the musical. The film of the musical, but not the 80s film of the musical, but the... There was another film. Yeah, they literally did, a, like, they literally filmed the stage production. Oh, I see, yeah, like a, like a filming of a live show. Well, yeah. to be frank, I think that's the way to do it, I, having seen this film. Yeah, what a mess. Mm. Okay, we'll start from, like, describing the plot, and then we can talk about everyone's individual... Like, we're, we're doing women talking about Star Trek Voyager rules, where we just review the plot. Okay. And go on little tangents from there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. First impressions, what did you think of the... Well, I think the plot is a bit... Uh, um, a, a stretch A stretch Because um, It's not It's not so much A, a plot as a As a rough idea That's My it. understanding Is that There are cats Called Jellical cats And that once a year the, the the king or queen of the Jellicle cats is crowned at the annual Jellicle ball. Yes. And Judy Dench is the judge and she decides which is the best one and then they fly off into the sky and get some kind of reward. So, um the cats are all competing. There's this new cat who's uh, like the posh the, the the posh young girl cat who's just been made homeless. The new thing. She's finding out about all of this for the first time. And then Idris Elba, who's the baddie cat, tries to sabotage the Jellicle Ball so wow. that he wins. You're really going steaming through the description. That's my, that's what I would say is the rough plot. The bit. rough plot. I wouldn't say there's a lot more detail than that, and I would say there's lots of big questions over over exactly what's going on in the film well let's start at the beginning mm. so there's like footsteps a car pulls up or whatever and and a sack is tossed into a garbage alley or whatever oh yeah and then all of the cats and then we see the face of the cat for the first time mm. and like that zoom in of that guy's face and it's just cat mm. 
we laughed out loud in the theater and I don't think you were meant to. No, yeah, he looked at it. The, was... they, the, the start is a bit funny because it's a bit like West Side Story where um, they're doing all the like tension building, like clicks and funny dance gestures, um, which is funny enough when it happens in West Side Story, but then it's just like, well, imagine if everyone was also in these weird cat costumes while that was going on. Oh, wild. It's like another stage removed from reality. That's a different kind of shark and jet, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they do the same thing. Thing, but they make everyone sharks yes <laughs> um yeah it's wild anyway um the principal like man what's the guy's name it's like oh i don't know what his name was because i never heard of him let's call it like um no the cat's name oh oh i don't remember what the cat's name is i don't know i can't remember if he got given a name because she didn't get a name did she what or was it elizabeth or something victoria oh that's it i'm deep in the cat i knew it was a queen you knew it was a queen it's like truly like like pomposterous or or um something stupid Something oh. stupid. I'm looking it up. Now. I know all the others. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the guide cat. We'll call him the guide cat. Yeah. Truly shocking is that he looked better as a cat than. He looked really uh, handsome as a like cat. Like his face, but make it cat. Mm. I was like, Daddy. Well, I like men who have what I would describe as a happy cat face. Oh. Like Diego off Ice Age. Oh. But what I would say about cats, the film, is that if you've. If you've never questioned your romantic attachment to cats in the abstract before you watch this film you oh. might do by the time you finished it because some of these cats are very handsome very handsome cats mm. anyway so they're doing a lot of whispering mm. and they're like what's happening mm. magical mr mistopheles comes out and he's yes. like hey bitch what's going on mm. and he gets half a song mm. um and then they're like come along we're doing a jellicle ball. You can come with. Mm. What's a jellicle cat? It's everything. It's fucking everything. Mm. Are you black? Are you white? Are you big? Are you small? Can you see in the dark? Are you completely blind? Mm. Have you no sense of style at all? What are you wearing? Yes. You know? Yeah. That's all a jellicle cat. cat. Anything can be a jellicle cat. You are a jellicle cat. I am a jellicle cat. Mm. Um, so they go and meet Rebel Wilson, who um, is a lazy cat. Well, I don't know if she's meant to be lazy, is she? She just likes a mer- she likes watching the mice, doesn't she? That's the thing. She likes she having something them to watch. To sing along. Yeah. Um Maybe she's just a lonely cat. I didn't th- here's was the character that I maybe I felt like I understood the least. Oh, truly. It was um, just Rebel Wilson, but make it a cat. And yeah. make it do a costume reveal. The costume, that was really funny. Oh, I thought that was one of the funnier bits of the show. And it seemed intentionally like we're trying to get for a laugh here as opposed to the other places where I laughed where it I was think, not intentional. Oh yeah, truly. I think the worst part about it was that it looked really bad. Mm. Like on screen in the cinema, looking at it, watching it. Just it the just whole thing is... weird. Yeah, the whole thing is confusing because it's like they've still got their human bodies, but they're really trying hard to put them into cat form. And so you end like up with this uncanny valley like i don't know what i'm looking at but it's very unsettling it's a cat human Mm. truly like when they so and it's that thing isn't it that people point out which is like oh it's kind of creepy because they do kind of look like humans and i'm meant to relate to them like humans but then they haven't got any clothes which feels a bit awkward and then they're like spreading their legs and licking themselves and you're like oh well i'm happy to watch a cat do this but suddenly this feels very intimate very sexual yeah so Rebel Wilson, whatever her, whatever she's doing, mm. she sings a song about it. I had a friend who used to feel that way about watching films, animated films with animals in, and she couldn't even get through Finding Nemo without getting grossed out, though. So it's <gasps> why you know she's sexually attracted to fish. Well, I don't think it was that. But it's just a, <laughs> it's just a long a long way down the. It shows how far we've come down the road of CGI that this is where we've ended up. I guess this is. This is where this is the inevitable end of the line for us. <laughs> it's all practical effects from now on. Mm. Um, wow, what what an adventure! Mm. Yeah, so they go out, and then um, Jason Derulo is there. Yeah, doing. I, Jason Derulo is truly, so funny. Like, like he's doing Rum Tum Tugger, the sexual cat. Um, but he's he's sexual, but he's also he's not sure what he wants. He's like fickle. He's bit sexual and fickle. Wild. I loved how halfway through you were like, I think this is going to be embarrassing for him, and then uh, at the end you were like, I think he ended up probably 
okay out of all yeah, of this. Yeah, I know. I thought that. I had this like running tally of, of who is this film going to be most embarrassing for? And the thing about Jason Derulo is kind of got this like cool guy image. You know, he's like a proper like Wait, did star. You, did you not hear his time to say goodbye but make it a club remix? Yeah, exactly. Time you know. to say goodbye. Was that him? I didn't, I didn't know that, that was, was him. him. But um, I mean, that's, you know, his vibe. And, you know, sometimes he does try and be, you know, a bit of a cool boy, a bit of a bad boy, a bit sexy. I don't know. Whereas now he is cool like... Cool boy is my... Bully. No, no, for for 2020. 2020, <laughs> cool boy. Now he's like fully in the cat costume. He's got this like really terrible fake Cockney accent. Oh, it was so wonderful. And um, he's just doing this like horrible sort of gyrate James oh, Brown. The choreo is bad. Oh, it's oh, not I nice. I think it's because it doesn't move properly. Yeah. It's wild. And he's really, he's really branching into his falsetto. But in the, the, the other thing is that like, the other issue with Cats is that like the music, it's not, it doesn't, doesn't, attribute itself to oh, a soul God, rendition yeah. so he's doing all these like falsetto like sort of coups and cores but then it just kind of sounds a bit choir boy lots of the time because the music is so yeah. like rigid underneath it all honestly um, I forgot when the overture started mm. that we all laughed because it was like like serious music like strings and then like the exposition of Victoria the cat getting dumped into mm. the garbage heap mm. and then for some reason synth piano yeah shit, like really 80s, shitty synth 80s piped music and I genuinely said out loud like they could have any instrument in the world yeah, just reorchestrate it just, you know just because when you made this musical you had like one guy on a keyboard in a yeah, box somewhere it doesn't but, mean that these days like now you're making a film you can't think about well, why don't we get some, some like, actual instruments to play this they had the budget for literally fucking anything mm-hmm. like they could have brought in like Bells, like full size right. bells. Yeah, if you can pay for Ian McAllen, you can pay for some bells. Yeah, or Judy. Mm. <laughs> Not the other Judy that we all care mm. about, but this Judy that we have to care about in this mm. film. Mm. Anyway, mm. um, so Rum Tum Tucker does his sad little like milk bar dance. That is the very set was very confusing. Yeah, and it was very sexual, but oh, also it's because um, well, it's because they made them they. Well, that's in a house, wasn't it? That was in and out of a house. But no, that was them. in like a shop. Oh, it maybe was, like, it was a milk bar. Yeah, they went out. Oh, that is, was right. There was the milk when bar. When is this film set? What year is it for all of these people in London? No, yeah, I thought it's kind of set like a little while back where there's lots of fancy people, isn't it? It feels a bit twenties to me. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Don't know about that. Who can say? Well, they had cats back then, so I mean. It's got to be before the 50s and after the 30s. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> it's got to be after the Sphinx. Yes. Um, yes. Cats were domesticated in Egypt about 5,000 yeah. years ago. I know, it was It was in the song. Uh, Jellicle cats, because Jellicle, political cats. Oh, but what, what's your what favorite our cat? Friend, <laughs> what our friend Jazz would say is that um, according to science, an oh. animal's only domesticated if it can't survive without relying on the humans that look after it. Oh. So actually lots of biologists would say that cats never were actually domesticated because if like your human goes away when you're a cat, you just find you sort of... S- s- Strides on, you know. What about house cats? No, the cat. My pill would be fine. If oh. anything, I'm more dependent on pill <laughs> than she cats is on me. Flaps. Oh well, yeah. So you get locked in somewhere, but that's not the same, is it? That's like saying you've domesticated an animal. You just put a cage around it. It's not domesticated. Oh wow! Mm. Crash Wiggly, animal rights activist. <laughs> I was a philosopher. Flaps for all cats. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we first see Grizabella after this, and she's full, just like snot down her face, oh, being yeah, that's like, right. "I was a glamour cat once." Yes. Um, I feel like she sings a song or something, and all of the um, other cats. Yeah, are she's just, a little eight bars or something, doesn't she? Ugh, all of those other cats, the sarcastical cat, yeah, is just a, a raging cunt. They to start her. taking the piss just out of her. That's why right. you're just like, they're okay, very. Well, fine. Wait for it, catty. Yeah. And I'm like, you should respect your elders. And she's clearly an old woman at this wow, point. Wow, how dare you? It's And that's Jennifer also when Hudson. we get introduced to um, McCavity, the mystery cat, portrayed yeah. by Idris Elba, because he's sort of swooping about like Batman. Yeah, kind and of, he goes to Rebel Wilson and he's like, what you got there? You should be better. And, and one of the things that I don't think, not that I've ever seen the musical, but I don't think it's in the musical, is this weird like backstory where Grizabella is like the scorned ex of McCavity, the mystery cat, and there's some kind Shockingly, of... Shockingly, I think that's in there. Really? I feel like... 
like something about that it must be in there still i thought that was just that was also kind of funny that she was just like she had a promising career but then like he was he she gave it all up for him and then he what abandoned kind of career her does this cat have uh, well, she could have won the Jalical Ball for one. Okay, what kind of financial? Isn't she a what's show cat? The, yeah, what's a show cat? What the fuck is a show oh, cat? No, you get the cream. I don't know. She's at like the Red Roof Inn or whatever. Mm. What was it called? Like the Red Windmill. Yeah. Why don't they make it like a? Why don't they make it like rent? Moulin and she's Rouge. like, yeah, Mimi. Yeah. And she's like, ah, oh, nice. <laughs> she's like that because she's at the Kitty Cat Club, isn't she? Maybe yeah. it was like that. Maybe it was. Maybe it's like Mimi halfway through rent, where but she's like sort of cats. struggling to survive. Maybe the way humans see them is the way we saw them during that film, and uh, they're human cats, but they're like small, mm. so it's like a sex thing oh no <laughs> anyway anyway McCavity whooshes away Rebel Wilson and we're like thank god for that um and um anyway so they go off and they meet another cat shocking I know mm. and they come across James Corden's cat who is just fat he's just a fat cat right yeah like, he's a fat cat but he's also posh he's and he and wants posh. to be reborn as a thin cat so he can get fat all over again I actually didn't mind you I don't like this? James Corden very no one much, does but I they thought that he better. understood the film a little bit more 100%. than other people because he had some jokes albeit all the jokes were about him being fat but they did kind of make sense and his character sort of fit in more naturally whereas yeah some of the others was like um, like Jason Derulo had heard about Cats the musical like yeah about a month ago and was like sure I'll give it a go I think I think there was like a big discrepancy between like people who were doing it for the money mm. and the prestige mm. and people who thought it was gonna be like no no people who were doing it for like the like prestige and getting to be in the musical version of a popular stage show and people who were like how much how much are they paying me yeah I'll do it because James Corden and Rebel Wilson were like how much are they paying me sure but you could also tell that Jason they were Derulo fully taking the win. piss out of themselves in their performances and taking the piss out of the film and that started to grate on me like and there are those bits where like James Corden is like um, someone singing and they're like I'm sick of your games you'll drown him in the Thames or whatever and he's like you can't say that it's Thames you can't just say Thames so it fits the song like in his character or whatever yeah and um, you're like you can't, you, he's just like fully tearing into Andrew Lloyd Webber's original music of these ad-libs and you're like how did they allow this to get in there it's like I th- I'm taking the piss of this film enough by myself I don't need you to help me James Corden from the other side of the silver screen yeah I don't need your help sir <laughs> <laughs> I don't don't give me your handouts yeah anyway so um James Corden sings a song and then um then it's, it's the mischief cats isn't it? it yeah Idris Elba whooshes him away to a barge oh, in the Thames yeah Idris Elba starts disappearing people into a barge on the Thames because I'm pretty sure McCavity. that's another made up thing the that's not cat. in the theatre um Shockingly enough, there's they're on the bar. There's a barge, but he doesn't magic no. people to the barge, does he? I feel like one of them makes um, Deuteronomy disappear. That's like the plot of like the second half. Oh, and but then, Deuteronomy's the only one. Who, oh no, Deuteronomy does go. For and then they have to Spoilers. zap him back. Spoilers. <laughs> Haven't seen Cats. You're not missing much. Um, yeah, truly, truly incredible. Anyway, they go and see the mischief cats. Victoria is all alone or whatever in a garbage yard, and she gets. Coerced into I don't know ruining these pe- these nice people's house by these mm. by these two um, uh, mischievous naughty torties. They are naughty torties. They're banana and I can't remember the name. No, they're like ragamuffin and rapscallion or something. Yeah, okay? truly They've got names like that. Just like that was sexual and it had a bit of a incest vibe as yeah. well because I thought they were meant to be brothers and sisters. Who too. knows? I did not like. Maybe that. they were. I didn't like it. Oh. But she gets rescued yeah. by a knight in shining armor. Which is... Mr. Um, Mistopheles. Yeah. The oh my God. Cat. They really tried to shoehorn in like a cat yeah, love but scene into this. You know what? Like if you're looking for a romantic, a nice romantic if arc to your story, that, that relationship arc. is not going to get revisited in the second half of the film. Victoria ends up happily on her own with her cat friends in Trafalgar Square. And there's no, there's no romance for Independent her. Independent cat. Yeah. She's the little women of cats. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um they ruined that person's house and I don't know why. 
But that is cat's view, isn't it? Like, have you seen that just Twitter like, video of that cat who's just like knocking every gnome off the shelf, like yeah, one after the other after the other? House, maybe. This is just a yeah. Random I guess it's house. his own house. Yeah. No, they break in, didn't they? But cats do that. Street cats will do. If wow. you leave a window open, you've <gasps> yeah. had strange cats in your house. No, I had Jojo in my house. Jojo was a friend to all. Well, okay. Jojo is a very nice, well-behaved young man. Mm. He's a polite young man. That happened to, when I was in Oxford, there was a cat who broke into my house. It was an absolute nightmare. Because it was yowling and yowling at the door because it didn't <laughs> like the rain. I opened the door to be like, why is there a cat yowling at the other side? It just darts past me, goes up the stairs, hides under the bed for several hours, hides under the sofa in the living room. It's just like completely impossible to get out of my house. And it took me hours oh. to get this cat out. He was mischievous. Wow. We called him your brother so we could say things like, your brother's in the back garden again, cleaning his balls. <laughs> and people would be like, <laughs> Wow, that's wonderful. Mm. That's a delight. Mm. Wow. What was your song about that cat? Was it tedious and you just repeat the same words over and over again? No, I was never singing it. This cat was always furious. Oh, devastating. That's probably why. Anyway, anyway. Mm-hmm. So... She gets rescued by um, there's a dog or whatever in the cinematic universe of cats. There's a dog. Oh yeah, that's right. She gets right. rescued by the magical Mister Misopheles, mm. and um, they they um, what do they do next? They meet another cat. And they get at the Jellicle Ball, don't they? Wait, do they not meet another cat? Isn't that when Old Deuteronomy comes back? Sure. Yes. Sure. I'm sure we're missing a cat. How many cats are there in cats? No, I think too we many cats. Them. I don't. I don't think we're missing any. What an adventure! Yeah, sure. But anyway. isn't it when we don't we get a bit of a close up of what's going on at the barge as well? Because there's that old old man cat who's like the yeah. henchman on the barge, tiger puss or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And he's threatening to walk people off the plank. Oh, and to me, God. that doesn't make sense because cats, cats can, can just swim. swim. They could just. They don't <laughs> like it. But they could do it if they had to. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, this movie looks absolute garbage. Mm. Just constantly. There's so many things. Anyway, yeah, Deuteronomy shows up and it's transgender Judy Dench. Yes. Um, trans icon. Trans Old Deuteronomy. I- and she's fully just proximate this whole thing. Oh, yeah. She's just talky, talky, talk. It's send in the clowns. Judy Dench is a fucking clown. <laughs> just... I like her doing send in the clowns. I did not like her in this. I did and not like her send they in the try clowns. And, there's a lot of stuff is not in her range. It was a precursor this to this day. nightmare. I don't know why they cast her. I don't know why they cast anyone in this. It's a toxic race. It's stunt casting. That's mm. the whole Lloyd Webber situation. Well, I mean, but they got our ticket did many, you didn't not they? Read... They got our ticket many. Yeah, they did. And I'm sure they, they got, got many others. Seven pounds between us. Yeah. Wow. Thank I, you. I Premier. Hope they're doing well. This film made so little money. It's really great. Um, yeah. So, yeah. They, um, so Deuteronomy shows up and she's like, I'm old, my legs or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, look, a cat. Look, my eyes, a cat. Oh, look, a cat. They sing the same Some line. of the cats just have. Four times. Some of, yeah, they kept, oh, there's oh, a lot of repetition. That Andrew is, Lloyd Webber does not write more words than he needs he to. He is not a strong songwriter. Um, I'm going to put it out there. two hours. Yeah. Just oh, my God. Anything that can be repeated. Like, 32 times, 64 times it will be. You know how Sondheim will, like, change one word mm. in it if he's repeating a thing? Mm. Like, just one, and yeah. you'll be like, Interesting. Keep me interested. Or at least like change the fucking key. Yep. Like this is none of that. Sometimes it gets louder or quieter. Yeah, that's about and it. That's about it. That is about it. Sometimes there's drums, I guess. Also, talking about the arrival of Judy Dench, um, some of the cats just have their cat fur and their sort of cat bodies, but other cats get to wear clothes. Oh, but their fully. clothes are often fur coats. So I don't know if they that's meant to be like cats. Yeah, they're wearing the skin of another like, cat. Or like winter molting. <laughs> like some horrible like in the, the hills of eyes like cannibal skin vibe yeah um, it's a true like I'd fuck me like silence of the lamb situation right Judy Dench has been another transgender that. icon yes. Buffalo Bill <laughs> Buffalo Bill and old Deuteronomy <laughs> I'd pay to listen to that podcast it puts the lotion on its <laughs> fur <laughs> or else it gets the hose in <laughs> purr cat you know um wow yeah, so she turns up or whatever, and they're like, okay, auditions for the Jellicle Ball. Mm. 
Ian Mc Ian Mc oh god Ian McKellen there you go Ian McGregor he, um, that's when he arrives in he's the like show. I'm Gus the theater cat I find him really funny oh, Ian McKellen is it. like the funniest actor in this because it's like he's never been told oh. how to act in the context oh, of the yeah. film and he just thinks he has to like do whatever a cat would do in any given situation in that method. like proper yeah proper like method actor like, so when he arrives they all like scarper in to um to um the the jellical ball hall oh yeah or there's whatever. a full dance sequence they all like run in matter. and they're doing these like nice like choreographed runs they're and all like doing like ian mckellen is sort of like running on all fours like a cat he fully goes like <laughs> as he runs in to be clear no other cats in the entire film have ever meowed or are going to meow it's just him he just feels the need to just add it in for character the only meower in the mm. whole film it's like what would just a theater cat do <laughs> meow of course he's a cat he's dramatic yeah. <laughs> anyway, Gus the theater cat sings his little song, and there's lightning at the end or whatever. I don't yeah. care. Um, and Jason, with a little help not Jason Derulo. Idris Elba Jason is like <laughs> Idris Elba wishes him away. Yeah. Um, and then there's another cat that introduces itself. Um, Skimble Shanks. Oh my god, I railway cat. Yes, a gay icon. Oh my god, the Neil, the, the Neil Patrick Harris of my another Jellicle Ball. Oh, my favorite village person. Yeah, if ever there was that. That was the only redeeming part of this movie. Oh, the tar- that was, was so good. That was when just, it, the movie got very gay, and I liked it. Truly bizarre mm. because they were just like a line of people meant to look like cats who yeah. weren't doing anything cat or yeah. like. On a railway track. I like but it though. Too small mm-hmm. for being a cat size on a railway track. I like it though because. And also, London was there. Mm. It was incredible. Yeah, because Skimble Shamps is clearly meant to be sort of like a representation of the the gay community as well. But also. Not Gus the Theatre Cat. Um, but also. Um, Wait, is Gus the Theatre Cat a theatre bro? Um, maybe. What's a theatre bro? Like a straight man in theatre. Oh. Wait, have you not heard this term before? Um, no, I see. Um, I see. Guess the theatre cat is kind of like the sort of like elderly, dignified bachelor of the theatre. Bachelor. Wing. Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Never married. I wonder why. <laughs> married to the stage, honey. Oh. Married to the stage. Oh, wow. Um, so. Um, Scamble Shanks, the <laughs> railway cat, comes but up. But railways are also quite gay when of you think about them. Of course they are. That's... Joe's trains checking up and down the country. Yeah, run a train on my ass, daddy. Winky smiley face. Oh, no. You know? Mm. Anyway, anyway. Skimbleshanks does that. Does he wash away Skimbleshanks? I think so. I think they all get washed away. Devastating. Devastating for all of them. Anyway, Victoria is like, I'm going to go outside for a little bit. There's a big dance break, isn't there? Oh, there's lots of dancing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she and goes this, outside. the cats are doing, that's one of the things that made me most uncomfortable when the cats start doing the stripper legs on the floor. <laughs> They're like doing their like kicky stripper legs. Um, that was uncomfortable choreo for me. I've blanked it out from my memory. <laughs> anyway, Victoria goes outside and sees Grizabella and Grizabella sings a little rephrase and then... And then Victoria sings a song that Taylor Swift wrote for this movie. Yeah, it was, Beautiful Ghosts. Oh, it was fucking awful. Oh, it's slightly better than every other song in the original musical, but it's still very bad. Well, it's a firstly, it's a Taylor Swift song, and secondly, that lead actress is not a fucking singer. No, oh my god, her voice, She's her like, voice is a really oh, great thing. Awful, it's just like really a child being yeah. strangled. It's not nice. Um, but isn't this the first time that um Jennifer sung, Hudson sings probably. Memory? Um, no, Jennifer Hudson sings Memory for yes. this time. And that's very good. It's always very good when Jennifer Hudson sings Wait, Memory in this yeah, film. Yeah, she does her little reprise. She does a, yeah, but before the song. And she's like, like look, a leaf. A pre-prise. Yeah. Um, I bet this is a where refrain. it gets really awkward as well. Because Grizabella, played by Jennifer Hudson, is like this. She's having a horrible time with it. She's been kicked out of her home. She's, oh, she's living been... in the streets. Her fur is all mangy. And she's lost all of her cat friends because she bullied. followed her heart, who was the... <gasps> took her to the scumbag Idris Elba who left her by the wayside uh, basically she's had a really hard time of it and now all the other cats won't be her friends anymore because she's left them so she's caught between all the different worlds just out there uh. on her own as it were and um, all so alone in the naturally moonlight. she's just trying to warn people about what's become of her and yeah. give them a heads up don't let this happen to you and then there's 
upstart bitch, like fresh on the scene. It's like, actually, I think my life's a bit worse than yours. Yeah. Because I, I was abandoned by my family. And terrible like, memories. at least you have your memories. And it's like, well, memories aren't just happy things that you can remember. They can also be a source of grief or trauma. So... I don't think that makes she makes it she has an advantage. Whereas you've still got loads of friends. You still look great. You're still yeah. young. Um, yes, you've been thrown out, but you've landed on your feet. You've got all the social capital that has yeah. come from being from a well-to-do household. You know, um, she's making friends. She's and, taking names. Um, and yeah, and I just thought I would have smacked her if I was Jennifer Hudson because it was really ru- it was ru- it was rude. Rude. It was rude. Yeah. Taylor Swift and wrote who's, a rude who's got song. the real class there? Is it? Is it? Is it this this upstart young? Think or is it a true broad is like Grizabella played cat. by Jennifer Hudson? Salad is her friend. <laughs> Did you see her wearing that shirt once when she lost all that weight and she was just wearing a shirt that said "Salad is my friend"? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> it shaped my early two thousands, <laughs> mid two thousands. When was that? Who can say? Know. Probably She's the been last decade. She did American Idol, didn't she? I know she did everything. I'm she a, has a. She this has sounds a, like a t-shirt that she would be wearing in her before she was at truly a star days. No, it, like really? Yeah. yeah, this is like after Dreamgirls. Yeah, it's after Dreamgirls, yeah. after Sex in the City, when she lost all the weight. Oh, because, like, oh, what do you think of the Adele losing all that weight thing? Oh, I, I literally couldn't tell that it was her. She looks so different. Doesn't I don't she? think it's her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do understand I, the people who are like, okay, sometimes people lose a lot of weight. We don't all have to freak out about her appearance, but it is quite striking, I guess. Okay, this is my thought. She's rich now. It's very easy to be, like, incredibly healthy when you're rich. Yeah. Because you can pay people to do literally everything. Yeah. So. Well, you do. Yeah, maybe. It's definitely easier, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, she could just pay things for everything. Like, think of all of the difficult things that you'd have to do in your life to get in shape. Yeah, like, if you're like, oh, I would eat some fruit, but I can't be called to peel a banana. And she'll just be like... Can someone peel me this banana? She throw, Task rabbit, she, peel a banana. She throws a banana at her assistant. Mm. <laughs> her third one that week because she keeps throwing bananas at them. I'm so glad. One of the things that makes me grateful though, even though it's so sad to see all these stars humiliate themselves in the film, think about all the famous people who could have been in the film. Oh. You chose not to be like Adele. Thank you God. Know, she was maybe approached. She's a smart lady She though. could have been the um, the um, the one who, the Taylor Swift one maybe, or oh. the Rebel Wilson one, I don't know. She could, I feel like she, they would have been like could you do memory and she'd be like no memory I can't do it memory I'm not a sound alone in the moonlight I can smile at the I got a very different voice to Jennifer Hudson isn't she I can't do it singing anyway anyway so they all go back in um um, at this point, they've all been sucked off onto the the barge. Yeah, Judy Dench, including all well. two yeah. Oh and so everyone's god. like, "Oh god, we're gonna have to address this." And Taylor Swift has come down from the ceiling. Oh wait, we missed that most important scene where Idris Elba fully comes in with Taylor Swift uh, and some catnip, yeah. and Taylor Swift is riding on a moon. Thank God, because they saw her dance and they were like, "No, no," because I thought Taylor Swift was the cat from the beginning with the annoying voice until no. this point in the film. <laughs> and because I whispered to Sam, I was like, "Taylor Swift's got really good at dancing. She was doing all this elaborate ballet choreo." She's and I was on like, point "Well, you know, I feel like out of all the people, yeah, the all the people who are doing well out of this film, maybe she might be one of them." But then it turned out that wasn't her. And so when Taylor Swift does was emerge, not Taylor Swift. Yeah, when she does emerge and she has her little number, it's safe to say the dancing is recognizably Swift-esque. You'll think he. He's there, but no, he's not. Oh yeah, and or she does that terrible is. Madonna, the Madonna British accent, oh, like Jason Derulo before her, another absolutely atrocious oh, English accent. I loved it. Um, wow, yeah, they do a full dance. They drug all of the cats and they whisk Deuteronomy. He, Jason, do you think you know she did that song about how she was in love with a London boy from yeah. a new album? Do you la, think she was la, talking la, about London a cat boy? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she, she saw the production of Cats and she was like, "And the London boy is Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> it's the Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, he's a good boy. Wait, what was Rum Tum Tugger? I barely my... know her. <laughs> what was my 2020 slogan? Um, um, good boy. No, I'm a, a cool boy. Cool boy. <laughs> cool boy. London boy. Same thing. 
Um, wow. Yeah. So Idris Elba takes off his coat, and we all have a lot of feelings about oh, it. Oh God! It was, so that was takes that off was, his hat, takes mm. off his coat, and it's worrying for everyone involved. So the issue is that um, well, someone I was speaking to people after the show as well because there's this thing about how I like how you dignify calling it a show. Um, there's this thing about um, for, Idris Elba's cat is meant to be ginger. Yeah. Before he arrives at the ball, Taylor Swift sings a song about him being a ginger cat. Yes. And then he turns up and his fur is obviously brown. It's not ginger in any way. And I think what they've done is that they've cast all the black actors and dancers with the same kind of brown flesh colored fur. Um, whereas all the all the all the all the actors and dancers, like white actors and dancers, have had whatever colours that they they want is fair, and I think that's part of the reason why he's not ginger. But also, it makes it even more disconcerting because it is kind of a flesh colour. His fur is really short, but you can like make out. Like, he must have been wearing the thinnest leotard. You can fully make out like his pecs and his abs, and and th- that's not something you expect to see on a cat. Like oh, you know, he's he kind came of stacked. To naked. He's kind of stacked. It's worrying. And that that means that he's a distinctly unfeline shape. And and it just makes it the whole animal nudity sexuality thing even more uncomfortable frankly interesting interesting i think the lead isn't white though oh i might be, i might be wrong about this i don't know Although, who any of those people are she is a white cat it's hard to tell things when they're cats mm. anyway anyway um yeah, so they're like, we got a mi- magical Mr. Mustafa. Oh, so Idris Elba is like, take me to the heavy side layer, transgender Judy Dench. Mm. And Judy Dench is like, no, bitch, mm. I make the rules here. Mm. And he whisks her away to a barge in the Thames. Um, in, the, in the Thames. In the Thames. <laughs> Thames. <laughs> um, and so they're like, how do we get her back? And then the magical Mr. Mustafeles is like, Bitch, I'll do it. Mm. I'll do it. Yeah, and you really and were they sing, for this guy. Oh, well, I never was there ever. A cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopolis. Repeat. Yeah, over and over again. Like 15 times. Um, I used to sing it. I sang that when I was in primary school. We did it in choir. Wow. So I know all the words. I guess it, he's it's quiet, not he's really. small, he is black. From his ears to the tip of his tail. I know every single word. Wow. Test me. <laughs> Third verse. Uh, I don't know if there are three What's verses. the alt chorus lines? Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, um, that happens. And everyone's really rooting for him, you know, trying to get behind yeah, him. Yeah, he's doing moment. bad. He has human hands and he's doing bad. Oh, there's a lot of human hands in oh, there. It's very disconcerting. But, and like, I don't know why the cats are doing magic as well. That's not clear. Because they're magic cats. Yeah. They're, it's cats. Including like full disapparation. Nothing needs to make sense. Harry Potter. Yeah, anyway, they whisk Judy Dench back. Yes. And the bitch is back. Oh, they try and make her walk the plank on the boat. Oh, yes. Which is um, a... F- a moment in film that exists in our world that we lived through mm. is cat animated Judy Dench being forced to walk the plank in her face in her fur coat as a cat in the movie musical Cats, <laughs> which is something that exists in our world. I know it's nice. It's so wonderful. Um, what delicious garbage. Anyway, Jennifer Hudson comes in. She sings Memory. Yeah, they're like, you have to hear this girl. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, no, you've got to hear her. And she's like, wise man say... Wait, what's the one where... What's the one where it's like when Britney, Britney Spears or whatever, and she goes to a singing school? What is that movie? Oh, um, Crossroads. Cares? No, no. It's the one where, where the one girl is like... And I she's like, <laughs> This is a movie. I feel like it's Christina Aguilera again. Wait, in Ballast. Or Jennifer Simpson? Jessica Simpson? Oh, Jessica Simpson. Who knows? Maybe. This is a movie that exists much like the cats. vocal queen, Jessica Ugh. Simpson. Anyway, so um, Jennifer Hudson is um, escorted into a giant chandelier mm. hot air balloon mm. and sent off oh, into the she sky. Wins. Yeah, Spoilers. She, she won. I, I don't know if you need to hear this, but Jennifer Hudson, she won. People like tears, and I hope she gets an Oscar for that performance. I hope the only Oscar that Cats gets nominated 
nominated for is um, Jennifer Hudson Best singing. Supporting Actress Grizabella yeah <laughs> the um, snot was very it, upsetting it's really it's a really good performance though you knew that she was gonna knock it out of the park and, it was and she okay. went and did it the, the snot that they give her in every single they like she's that's singing not, but that's with... not her fault no but they kept putting she's not getting it from best makeup artist yeah I know but like there's like one point when she's singing memory where there's just like a tear rolls down her cheek and, and then just it goes into her blends mouth blends into the snot and like <laughs> just forms a, a river of ooze yeah um, it just goes straight into her mouth and you're like oh that's a CGI tear the, the, no one is like mm, mm, my mouth no Yummy. one keeps singing when Salty. when water goes in their mouth <laughs> if you want to try this next time you're crying try singing oh, I haven't <laughs> cried since 1998 well I cry on the bus sometimes <laughs> I'm just kidding I don't catch the bus <laughs> anyway um, yeah so so they do that and then um, Idris Elba is like I'll get on this boat or whatever and he misses or whatever who cares um, there is a coda at the end of this movie where oh god Judy yeah. Dench speaks to you're us like everything's resolved you're like oh that's good I can get up and leave we this, need ten this more theater minutes. now and then Judy Dench Stares at the camera And she's like And you know this is about to be The start of something a dog And then she says A cat is not a dog And then then A cat is not a dog A full chorus Start repeating Three or four times A cat is not a dog A cat is not a dog This is the profound message That this theatre wants To leave you with are not Dogs It's incredible It's so bad Um Yeah And then Um And then And then the, The movie ends But it's like just they, in case you thought this movie was gonna try and say anything profound well, or meaningful. It's obviously like the, the movie is like no end song. Like there's obviously in the musical stage version, there's obviously yeah, like lots the of closing musicals. song. Lots of musicals get their closing numbers wrong, and then they just cut them when they're adapted. Which ones are these? Um, like Where chess. Chess is like five different endings because no one can decide how it oh. ends and what is good. What's your best ending for chess? I like. And this is controversial because <gasps> chess fans will know how controversial this is. Wow. I like the one that they do, and I can't remember where they do it, but there's sometimes one where they do where basically Florence just turns up on stage by herself and does a sort of reprise of Nobody's Side. No, or is it reprise of Anthem? Either way, the idea is that she's on her own. Maybe she's doing this out of the love for her country because she can't rely on any of the terrible men who's let her down. That's one of the ones that I like, I think. Wow. I can't remember if it's a Nobody's Side Reprise or an Anthem Reprise, but either way, Florence Florence Vassie is singing at the end of the, the film, which is what, at the end of the show, which is what I want to see. Wow. Wow. Bold. Um, thoughts that we didn't cover? Um, okay, why didn't this work? Well, so the thing is that... Um, the starting point, which is the poetry of T.S. Eliot, is mm-hmm. absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah. It's really sh- It's really cheesy. It's really nasty. It's, like, kind of strange. But at least it's in a book. And the thing about books is that um, you can I just leave them on a shelf. You yeah. don't have to read them. You don't have to spend millions they of can, They can pounds. just sit there. Um, and, um, and so I, you're starting off from a low point. And then I think it gets worse when Andrew Lloyd Webber is like, well, I'm going to write some absolutely terrible music for it because the music is vile and it's not like the source material helps Can you, you out because it's all this like tacky Victorian rhymes anyway. Um, and there's no plot. And so you just accept it what, for what it is. Like, oh, it's like a song cycle. And it was weirdly popular because although I don't think it has a lot of artistic merit, I think it's like the novelty of being surrounded by the cats and the sort of interactive theatre and yeah. the dancing, I guess people say. Like the dancing is quite interesting because they're like doing all this interpretive cat dance stuff. Yeah. Doesn't the stage move as well? Yeah. No, I the think audience. The they do. They go into the moves. audience a lot. No, like the the, the product. Like, I feel like the original production or something, the auditorium moves around the stage. Oh, wow. Well, or something yeah, interesting. Yeah, maybe. I think. That sounds, that sounds cool. So, yeah, so all that is like, I guess you can see why people didn't completely hate it. Yeah. Um, also, it's like but not my cup friendly. Of tea. It's not absolutely not my cup of tea. But you cannot make that into a film. And also, they've kind of accepted in the stage show that there's no plot. And you're just yeah. going to try and treat it as like a song cycle like poetry cycle. Like, oh, look at all these interesting cast of characters. Aren't they all a of funny these bunch? Cats. I wonder what Aren't all of they their a names funny are. Bunch? But they don't really need to have anything in common or a, a storyline other than the fact that they're all cats. Jellical right. cats, even. Jellical. Will. Um, so um, then 
the film comes along and it ruins everything because the music can't carry it because the music's terrible. I don't the know. plot can't carry it because it doesn't exist. Yeah. And so they then have to like have a go at this like jellical ball like backstory between Isabella and Mr. McCavity doing the dirty on it and um, flying off on a balloon and uh, Dame Judy is the, the grand dame of the ball and there's a competition. Um, but um, so that's all fine. But um yeah, so the the plot is not it's not gonna give you give you the momentum. The music's got worse in forty years because now you're like, oh, oh yeah. this this is this is not no, this, this is not isn't good. even good song. Um, and except memory, which is a bit of a jam, I guess. Me- Although the words are a bit confusing, like when she's like, every street lamp seems to be a fatalistic warning. What did that mean? Why are they beating? Because they were going on because they flickered because it's T. S. Eliot time. That doesn't and it's gas beat. rather than like. But that's not a beat, is it? A flicker is not a beat. Uh, like slowly, cause it's like gas or oh whatever. Geez, I don't know. I don't. I can't. When was T. S. Eliot and he's who is Victorian? She? Okay, he's Victorian. Yeah, so it would She's have been Victorian. like, like, like beating or whatever. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Because of wind, I guess. Um, so um so yeah so you don't come bad. here for and then all the stuff that makes the um the musical i guess as a show like vaguely redeemable which is like oh the costumes are kind of cool and the dancing's interesting and the staging's gripping yeah or whatever audience that's not gonna that's not that gets completely lost when you just yeah. got weird cgi arms and bodies on a screen in front of you um, and so uh, then you just kind of see it more like it's like the you see the man behind the mask, don't you? Yeah. You see it for what it is, and what it is 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 just vile naff. Oh god, it's awful. Ugh. Everything about this movie looks bad, and it just makes me angry because I just think Andrew Lloyd Webber, and it's not like I dislike almost all of the Lloyd Webber musicals. I absolutely hate Joseph as well. Yeah, and you're just like, it, I just feel like shows like Cats really show him up for what he is at his worst, which is just like profoundly untalented. Like when you when you listen to it's just grating and it just frustrates me when you think about all the talented writers and musicians who are out there with such innovative things to contribute yeah. to the theatre. And then this man gets opportunity after opportunity and, and it's so much investment and money to spend and this is what is what ends up getting produced. It just just like it makes me a bit angry sometimes. Trash. Trash! Oh my goodness! Well, not, I'm sure he's not listening. He is. I'm he like, is. He's a listen. fan of the podcast. I'm like I don't. I don't need you know disposability like culture and whatever. Like I'm just. We um, <sighs> we famously reconnected after oh. the whole Patty Lapone incident, oh. and now me, Patty Lloyd Webber, best friends. Mm. No, um, Andrew Lloyd Webber. You're, you're old, pretty chatty. Uh, oh, pretty chatty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, this is what I think is wrong with it. You uh, didn't ask me, but I will tell you. No, I'm interested okay, to hear your Firstly, Andrew Lloyd Webber did the classic thing of wanting big names instead of actual talent. Mm. He did this with um, Glenn, um, Glenn Close in Sunset Boulevard uh. in... Um, in like 1991 Maybe, but I don't know But the risk is that I think the good thing about Judy Dench Is that like she's a She's an actor rather than a singer And I think it's better to get someone Who can act and not sing Than it is to sing and not act And you know I look at that's... Elaine Stritch And all the Sondheim as well Yeah but that's Sondheim That's, <laughs> that's good writing Maybe that, I guess the, like, the writing carries yeah, it Yeah and Sondheim is a lot of like it's, That's true it's Because you can actors. only show off your skills as an actor Right yeah. if you're someone like Judy Dench If you've got actual material to work yeah. with But when she's being like a cat Is <laughs> Not, Not a, a dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I feel yeah, like that's a good he point, needed much better singers. They either all needed to like none of these people filmed on the same day. None of them were ever like met. There were too many people in this fucking musical. Mm. So like I think Lloyd Webber was like, how many fucking famous people can we get to do this? And that's where like the downfall yeah they clearly is. went after names like I was yeah. rolling on the floor when I saw the trailer and then, and then yeah. it was like one and a half the other you're like Idris Elba and you're like what the hell is Idris Elba in it they and then they'd be like Taylor so Swift you're like what people. Jason Derulo what why <laughs> uh, yeah they tricked all of those famous people secondly the CGI ruined it like mm. if it was if it was all practical effects yeah and they did occasionally you have to kind of thing. make it a bit cute don't you you have to do it like um, you know like Wallace and Gromit is still cute because it's still claymation or whatever yeah. you know you have to keep it endearing whereas this without, is just sort of people uh, and that's the only way you avoid the they uncanny valley they faces that much it's just cat face mm. with fur on it mm. maybe that's the issue here is that it's just people 
with ears on top of their heads covered in fur. But I don't know if I'd have preferred it if they looked like actual cats or whether or not that would be a bit creepy too. Or just like a caricature of a cat. Yeah. Like if they just had like bigger eyes. They can make it a cartoon like Aristocats. I didn't find Aristocats creepy. Yeah. Um, By the way, best song that's in the Cats mu- musical is actually not in the Cats musical. <gasps> it's everybody wants to be a cat. Okay. Because a cat's the only cat. Who knows where it's at? Yeah, you know the difference between that song and any song in Cats? Mm. Better lyrics mm. and a better tune mm. and a decent... Um... It's a bit jazzy. Oh, there's also a key change that isn't an obvious key change halfway through. Oh. Um, and it's also not written by Lloyd Webber. No, I guess that's um, true at the end of the day. What a trash heap. Anyway, um, yeah, I think... The, how would they have fixed this in an idealistic world? A Cats musical is coming out. Um, I think I think uh, like going from what you said at the start actually the best way to do Cats musical like a filmed rendition is just to do it like it's a stage show you know do it like it's Cats in concert or even just yeah. like a live stage performance of Cats because yeah. you just accept the fact that this is a theatre thing like yeah. it does it, it's not going to translate outside the theatre no. and, um, and the only people you're really appealing to are people who are kind of obsessive about something like this anyway you're not going to get yeah. a big new audience to no. come in and watch this no. so um, do you think it'll be downfall of the stage production do you think people will see it and be like this is trash I'm never seeing the stage production no thank you oh I don't know I think that'll keep going you know it's like Les Mis it's never gonna die it's never gonna die do you think this will have repercussions I'm waiting for um, no Starlight Express the <gasps> film I wanna see what they do with that oh my god <laughs> who are the celebrities that you wanna see on Rollerblades um, Meryl Streep well it's gonna be James Corden and Rebel Wilson again isn't oh it? yeah well they're budget now <laughs> they've been in this they've tainted it um, I the only worry that I have about this is that um, Glenn Close won't be able to be in the film adaptation of Sunset Boulevard and oh. they won't spend any money on it and it'll mm. either be fantastic or look garbage but you know, and then she won't win her Oscar that's the thing though that's but you what can, we're waiting for you can make a movie out of a show like Sunset Boulevard like Evita was I yeah. think like okay like better than Cats it was there you know and Cats is just not the type of <laughs> Madonna was thing there. that you can do like yeah yeah quite you know and, and it's still look where she is now wow <laughs> Where is she now? <laughs> Probably in the sky. <laughs> What's your tracker say? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what would Madonna do? But where is Madonna now? Where is Carmen Sanda Madonna? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, wow, this has been a wonderful episode. Thank you for being on. A delight. Thank you. Anything I'm always grateful to like be. like to say at the end? Featured. Um, no, no, no. Oh, what's, what musical would you like to see adapted as a stage, as a, as a movie? Oh, that's a good question. Um, what am I, what am I, well, I wonder if they'll do, um, maybe they'll do Hamilton or something like that. I feel like that would be quite good, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, the In the Heights musical is coming out. Yeah, we saw that in the adverts, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I'll try and That I'll looks like it's going to be really good. Um, I mean, I thought at some point they were going to make Wicked the film. Oh, yeah, they said, uh, they literally said the date that the Cats premiered thing did you not see this what they're like universal media like put out like a press release that they were bringing out the movie on the date that like on the same day that they that was released foolish. do you think they're trying to bury it that they <laughs> actually released cats uh, like they were like next year you're gonna get wicked and then this year we got cats <laughs> wow wild what musical would i like to see yeah doing i don't know they're already doing merrily we roll along um, I guess okay. Follies would work really well. I guess. I don't know though, because it's not a lot of plot. Yeah, that's it? the point. But that's that's the issue. You can get away with not having a plot in the theater. But I feel like songs, you can't. Though. It does have good songs. It has, it has good, good songs, songs, and it's about emotional growth. I keep thinking of films that are de- uh, of musicals that are already films. I was like, <gasps> Hairspray would make a good film. <laughs> like could, Chicago would make a good they film. They could redo Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Legally Blonde. Yeah. But, um, but with the songs. Hello Dolly would work as well. That I was think. a film, though. Wasn't yeah, it? but I don't. Think but a have, shit film. Yeah, because they got Barbara in it. <laughs> Barbara being much too young um, What an adventure Wow this has been another episode of Hyper Local Celebrity With me Sam Hickman and my special Hypey Loki celeb, celeb, celeb I don't have a fun nickname for guests Hyper Local Celebrity Crash Wiggly Crash hi, hi. Um, Oh do you want to plug your socials my so- I don't have a- well, no, no. Just, like add me on Facebook yeah. <laughs> I accept anyone <laughs> Highbrow Highbrow Okay bye thank you <laughs>